You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of PlayStation Unchained, PSU's recently revamped podcast. Before we get started, I just want to introduce myself because I failed to do it last time, so if you're wondering who the hell this guy is and why he's talking to me with a British accent, I'm PSU's uh, UK Executive Ed- Editor, Mike Harridance, and joining me once again is Ben Shillabill hall Hello everyone. Uh, hello everyone, how is everyone doing this week? Apart from the incredibly bad heat wave that's going on in England right now. Oh yeah, it is hot, man. It's hot, yeah. it's hot here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I understand you're in the middle of moving right now. That must be quite hectic. Oh uh, yeah, with everything that's been going on recently, yeah, it's been tiring as hell. Making sure everything's sorted for when I move, even though it's not that far away from where I'm living right now, yeah, it's all, still a pain in the butt. Yeah, all the same. I bet the, the heat doesn't help anyway. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I must pack, but I don't want to pack because it's so hot. But I have to pack. <laughs> It's like, mm, but damn you, heat! You win this battle, but you shall not win the war. <laughs> Did you hear that, guys? Did you hear that laugh? And you won't recognise his voice because he's never been on the podcast before. That was the small, <laughs> mousish laugh of Paul Kelly, UK writer, who joins us now for the very first time. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's good to finally be on the podcast at long last. <laughs> yeah, for those um, unaware, Paul has been trying to get on the podcast for like ever now, but for some reason it never seemed to work out, so I'm glad to finally have you on the show, mate. It's good to, good to have you with thanks. us. Thanks. And joining Paul, also from Team UK, because this is like the UK podcast or something, we have PSU's uh, Dane Smith, an author of the Lysambra Files and Skipping Max's Primetime Gaming. Dane, how's it going, mate? Good, Mike. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm ecstatic that you're finally on the podcast, man. <laughs> yes, it took long enough and a couple of changes of country addresses, but finally I'm here. Yes, all the way from Japan, am I right? All the way from good sunny side Japan. That's yeah, what, just remind 5 a.m. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, just remind our listeners what time it is. 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. And I swear I'm not drunk, even though it probably sounds like it. <laughs> No, you're just what the British call knackered. <laughs> yeah, yes, very, very tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, guys, it's good to finally have you all together. Um, this, like I say, this is a British podcast. We will be uh, including more guys from the US uh, teams uh, soon. Actually, next time, which will be around August the 2nd, I believe. But until then, let's crack on with things, shall we? We're going to get into some news, first of all. And first of all, guys, um, unsurprisingly, the last of us, is uh, managed to stay at the summit of the UK um, all-format charts for, I think, the fifth week running. So, do you reckon that's deserved, guys? I think it's deserved, but it's summer. It's I, I know it sounds bad, but it's not much of an achievement. No, many big games that normally come out during summer anyway. Yeah, it's not exactly... Um, this is the dead period of the year. Um, mm. So, yes, it is nice that it's got to top... Yeah, but... Soon we're going to be getting to the big season, and if it stays near the top, even during the big season coming up soon, then yes, then it'll be that will be impressive. Especially for a um, platform exclusive as well. Um, so, uh, who's actually played The Last of Us here, just for the record? Obviously, me and Ben have. But how about you guys? No, <laughs> no, no just... I have not played it yet either. I should. Oh. Sacrilege! Yes, you should. Yes. Paul. Dane's got yeah. an excuse. He's in Japan. You don't have an excuse. He's <laughs> in Japan. The game's out in Japan. It got number one. Uh, uh, the game is probably yeah, but... out here, but it's most likely in Japanese as well. So, yeah, that's and uh, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Like a couple of months ago, I wrote an article about how I don't buy any games new anymore and reasons for it. So, even The Last of Us, I will not buy brand new while I'm overseas. Fair play, mate. Fair play. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. And Paul want... needs to buy a copy just so we can keep make sure it's still in number one spot. If... Number one. <laughs> but if I can just touch on something that, that you said, Ben, I think it's actually smart that Sony and Naughty Dog released 
The Last of Us during the summer because, like you said, it is a dead period. And why bother putting it up against other competition? I'm surprised there's not more top-tier games out this time. I agree. Uh, I must admit, although I was joking about it, it is, it is a good reason to release it during this time of the year. And that's why I was so excited for the South Park game when that was first announced, because that was announced for July, originally. June-July time, which I thought, well, that would be good. It's an RPG game. I don't have to go outside in the sun if I've got that game. Brilliant! <laughs> yeah, they, they ruined my plans, as always. Curse you, THQ. Well, there may not be out, there's, yeah, there's not a lot out at the moment, but that is going to change next month. There's quite a few um, games coming out. We've got, um, I think, Lost Planet 3, uh, Saints Row 4, um, DuckTales Remastered, and a couple others. DuckTales, well. woo! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If you grew up watching a cartoon, that will make a hell of a lot of sense. If you didn't, just bear with us. Okay, well, that's The Last of Us, guys. Um, next, um, PS4. We all know it's coming out uh, later this year. But what does that spell for PS3? Well, those of you who are thinking it's going to start collecting dust on the shelf may be wrong because Sony, or should I say the head of Sony Computer Entertainment UK, has said that in terms of the life of a PS3, I think there's still more, there is room, plenty of room to come. I think it's got an amazing lineup of games this year, which is really healthy. I also think we'll see a different phase of success emerge this year from PS3 versus PS4. So you know I would expect it to fade a little more quickly in the UK, which is a highly networked country with a huge taste in new tech. Yes, we do love our new tech. But guys, um, how do you reckon the PS3 is going to fare after its successor comes out? Do you reckon it's going to be around for a couple more years, or do you think it would stretch beyond that? What do, you, what do you guys reckon? I reckon it'll be out for a while. I reckon Sony have always done that. They've always supported the older consoles as a new one comes out. You know, they did it with um, when God of War 2 came out after the PS3 came out. You know, and games yeah. like that. Yeah. It's more yeah, that, that's very, very true. That did have extend the life cycle, yeah. I don't um, think this will be as extended, though. You don't? Because it's been extended anyway. Before It's a longer life cycle this time than it was last time, really. And I think that might cut into their plans as well because of this. Yeah, I think people, I, I would admit, I think people are really getting fed up with this generation. I'm not speaking for everyone, of course, but a lot of people are, including developers, are saying, you know, it's time for new consoles. Because you can see that they're definitely pushing the existing ones to the limit. I mean, again, just look at The Last of Us. I mean, that's really pushing PS3. Uh, Dan, you got anything to add on that, mate, before we move on? Uh, I think it depends on what games are yet to be released. I mean, who knows what kind of secret game that could be out. Uh, just thinking off the top of my head, when the PS2 was ending its era at Persona 4, which was an awesome game, in my opinion, one yes, of the best yes. ones on the system, that came out at the end. It came out in 2008. So uh, who it's knows what could be out there. Yeah, well, in terms of this year, we've got... Um, it's hard to look beyond this year, actually, because we got Beyond and um, Gran Turismo 6, but... Be, um, um, apart from that, I'm not really sure. Actually, there's that. Come to think of it, there's that horror game until dawn, I think, which uses PS Move. There hasn't been a lot on that lately. I'm beginning to wonder what's going on. But if that's next year, then that's obviously something else coming out. But beyond that, I'm not really sure. I got that their sleeve, but well, got, said, um, there could be more. Another more platform titles. We've still got Lightning Returns, February. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And Final Fantasy Versus, no, Final Fantasy 15, should I say, is still coming to a PS3 thing as well. As yeah. PS4, so we got yeah, that as well. Yeah, well, yeah. one thing's for sure: they're still going to be releasing like FIFA for um, God knows how many years on PS3. I mean, I don't know if you know, but FIFA 14 is even coming yeah. out on PS2. Yep. <laughs> so not Wii U. Yeah. yeah Just not, not Wii U because Wii U can't <laughs> perform PS2 graphics. This is yeah. confirmed now. Okay, well, we better move on because we've got quite a lot to shoot through. Um, so we'll just touch on some of these next ones just briefly. Um, Bioshock Vita is still a thing. It's uh, Ken Levine is still pushing. He's trying to get a deal signed yeah. between uh, 2K and Sony. Um, basically, nothing has happened on it yet since it was announced in uh, e at E3 two years ago. Uh, do you reckon it's ever going to come out, guys? Just quickly, yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to think about that, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking. I, I'm not sure. I, don't, I, I hope it does, but... Me too. In some ways, I think they should yeah. focus on... If they're going to focus on another Bioshock game, they should just focus on using the... Vita as a second controller, like like with the Wii U for the PS4 version. Yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe have the menu screen on the Vita screen so you can use the Vita. Because it's been confirmed that you can use up to, four, I think it was four Vitas per PS4. Yeah, at this point, to be honest, I would be quite content with the port of Infinite, but we won't go down that road. I'm sure people aren't really looking forward to that. Um, uh, but another game that is coming, another game that's coming out um, next year, although this is the PS4, is um, Diablo 3. It was originally believed to be out alongside the PS3 version, but it's now been pushed back because... Uh, Blizzard apparently didn't get uh, development kits for next gen until recently, so obviously it's not surprising. Uh, anyone here fans of Diablo? I haven't played any of them, so I'm not, never I read. played it. Oh, sorry, carry back. on. Oh, thanks. Uh, I played it originally on the PlayStation One because mm-hmm. Diablo One was on the PS One, and I loved it uh-huh. on that. For some reason, I couldn't stand playing it on the PC, which sounds sacrilege to PC gamers. <laughs> but I know. I'm very eager to play it on the PlayStation, uh, considering the huge controversy and how much crap that went on with the uh, the PC version. I'm wondering if the Blizzard learned from its mistakes and there's going to be the same outcry and the same controversy with the console version. Well, there you go. There you go, guys. You heard it here first on uh, PlayStation and Chain. Dane is eager and eager beaver. That's what I put that out there. <laughs> You're not the only okay. one that's eager though, Dane. I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm sure a lot of people are. I know my friend is as well. And I think Diablo, uh, Diablo 3, uh, when it was on PC, uh, launched on PC, for goodness sake, <laughs> launched on PC, not PS3. <laughs> what am I on about? Um, I think um, it, sold, it broke sales barriers, didn't it? It sold a ton of copies. I think it did really, really well. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uptake on consoles as well. And people, potentially people like me who have never played them before as well. So we'll have to see about that. Next, guys, um, Capcom, as you probably know, is still milking the Street Fighter 4 cash cow. They announced um, Ultra Street Fighter 4 this week, which is... Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I kid you not. It has got, it's got uh, new characters, um, one who hasn't appeared in any Street Fighter game or fighting game, for that matter. Um, Barry Burton. Pac-Man! No, no, they were really Pac-Man. Um... <laughs> And also some new stages, and um, it's, apart from that, it's, it's coming in two flavors. You get it on um, retail, which also includes all costume DLC, um, or you get it as an add-on for um, Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition um, for $14.99. Um, it's out early next year, but there have been rumors that the company is actually working on Street Fighter 5, but that's actually been shot down by the um, uh, producer Yoshinori Ono, I believe his name is. Who said that he has neither the budget or staff to work on it right now? Um, guys, I think a lot of, even if we're not Street Fighter fans, I think a lot of us could, um, would probably concede that we would much rather see a full-on sequel to yet more add-ons. So how do you feel about this? Would you have liked a Street Fighter 5 or are you happy about it? going to have to wait uh, for Ultra Street Fighter 4 Arcade Championship Edition first. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you, did, you took what I was going to say, Ben. Was, you forgot <laughs> yeah. the turbo on there as oh, well. Oh, I forgot the turbo. Ultra HD Street Fighter 4 Deluxe HD edition. <laughs> oh no, that bit. No, actually, yes, you're right there. Actually, look, no, Dane, I'm wrong. It's actually going to be on the PS4, and it's going to be the Ultra Super Street Fighter 4 Turbo Arcade Ultra HD Remix in 4K. Oh, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because um, they've said that it's not coming out on PS4 or Ultra Street Fighter 4. But there we go. Uh, so, guys, um, yeah. for as for more milk in Street Fighter 4, yay or nay? Quite simple, really. I am saying um, nay. I think it's time for something new. Seriously, Street Fighter 5. I'm a Tekken man as well. I, I don't dislike Street Fighter. I just get a chance to play it, really. Um, but I do love Tekken, actually. So much so that I downloaded Tekken 6 on my Vita this week. I see but, um, um, Street Fighter gives me old memories because I used to, when we were in, used to visit Spain occasionally when I was a kid, me and my sister used to sit playing Super Street Fighter 2 on the arcade and just down the road when we used to stay. It was awesome. Okay, well, um, let's move on from Street Fighter for now because it just makes me feel funny talking about it. <laughs> Too much Street Fighter. Uh, guys, okay, we all know Mark Kearney, who's the PlayStation 4 lead architect. He's the guy who um, pretty much flies the flag for Sony, all this, all this chatter about the console at any press event. He's been talking recently about some concepts for the DualShock 4. Uh, basically, Sony toyed with the, um, toyed with various ideas for the DualShock 4 in that they uh, they flirted with the idea of having it so it would measure players' stress and sweat response. Uh, we had a long research project where we looked at pretty much any idea we could think of, says Kony. When it had to measure the um, galvanic response of the skin, we tried out a tremendous number of things and then we went to the game teams to ask them what they thought they could use for the controller. However, obviously, this idea didn't make it through. Instead, Kony and the team opted for other features, such as the... Uh, Center touchpad, of course, and first-person shooter-friendly triggers. Uh, guys, what do you reckon about that? Do you think they're amazing, or would you like your controller to um, record your sweat and stress? 
It didn't listen to my idea of hugging me. That was my first suggestion. I, I want my DualShock 4 to give me hug features, but no, no, they said they can't do that. No, Chile, you're a madman. I said, one day there'll be a future where there's controllers that hug you. Uh, the, the whole sweat <laughs> thing is just a little bit too weird for me. It's a little bit too intimate by, for my liking. I just like to have a fine gap between me and my controller. How about uh, you guys, Paul and Dane? What do you reckon about that? Um, it, it was it is a very strange idea. I mean, I imagine it's meant for stuff like survival horrors. You know, if you're getting really nervous, if it's being jumping out at you, and it detects your sweat, and then what it can do then is make the game harder. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. Now I'm thinking about it, like yeah. for a Resident Evil game and creeping yeah. around the corner or whatever. That, that that means Capcom having to make a survival horror game. Oh well, we know that's. Not oh, that that won't happen then. Maybe <laughs> Evil Within. You know, Shinji Mikami who created Resident Evil, his new game. Maybe it would work for that because that looks like a proper survival horror. Well, they could just do what the we did with the vitality wristband thing. Is that the thing that never came out? <laughs> I think, did it come out or not? No, it never no. came out. It's like, it's yeah. a long-running gag, actually. It's like, hey, where's yeah. the vitality sensor? Kind of like how they always ask Jack Tretton about Agent and the yeah. last guy. Well, yeah. It seems Sony were the ones that were going to come up with it first. Before... Sony copied Nintendo! <laughs> Apparently. Um, okay, guys, from controllers to um, AAA titles... Um, Assassin's Creed um, 4 Black Flag. This is um, uh, you, Assassin's Creed is uh, ubiquitous right now. You can't get away from it. Um, but for those of you who don't know, there has been a rather tasty collector's edition that's for the US. Um, just so you guys know, in Europe we have actually got some really, really cool um, special editions. We've got the Black Chest edition, we've got the Buccaneer edition, and the Skull edition. But this particular one is now coming out in the US. And it includes an 18-inch um, statue of Captain Edward Kenway. Uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag complete soundtrack, 80-page concept art book, still still book game case, and iconic pirate flag with the Assassin's Creed crest on it. Um, this, by the sounds of it, um, this is the US version of the Black Chest edition, considering it comes in at um, $129.99. Um, so for those of you who like collecting stuff, guys, does this interest you at all? Not at that price. That is <laughs> crazy <that>. expensive. <laughs> Uh, I like collecting stuff, but I'd have to be a really hardcore Assassin's Creed fan to spend $130 on yeah, I some mean, swag like that. Yeah, I mean, seriously, what what crazy British guy would pre-order something like that on a Black Chest edition? I mean, <coughs> uh, I never never heard of someone that uh, maybe pre-ordered two of them. I don't know. When would this happen? Oh yeah, I totally got my pre-order down for the Black Chest edition. I'm not afraid to say. I, I honestly, I think that I've got the um, I had the Animus edition for Revelations and the uh, Codex edition for Brotherhood. I, I really, I mean, it is quite expensive, but I have to admit, I love the stuff you get with those. is totally worth it for me. Probably because I'm just a fanboy for Assassin's Creed. But um, uh, Ben, by the sounds of it, you um, you're quite a fan of this stuff too, am I right? Well, I'm a fan of the Collector's Edition stuff. I'm not a huge fan of Assassin's Creed. Oh, right. <laughs> but my mate has some... Pre he has pre-ordered it, and I'm tempted. Cool, well... But I don't think I will. I'm uh, not sure yet. Okay, well, maybe I'll just bring you around my house, change your mind by showing you all my collections, but there we go. I bet. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! As Barry Burton would say. <laughs> yeah, well, um... To be fair, um, I think it's about time you guys uh, in the US actually got something like this. So it looks pretty cool, but uh, the price, yeah, the price is kind of it is quite steep. I suppose there is more in the European version, though. Um, you get some in-game content, and I think you get a couple of extra um, bits and pieces. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's really um, it's, it's, you get a flag. Yeah, you do get a flag, but I think there's something similar. There's something similar to that anyway. But is it a real flag or an in-game yeah. flag? Yeah, it's a real flag. A real flag, a full-size black flag. But, really? Okay. Does it does it have like a hook that you can put it on, like a, on a pirate ship? Uh, it doesn't go Something? into that. Uh, uh, it doesn't no. go into that, but I can assure you that a pirate ship is not included in the price. Um, not for that edition. No. You've got to wait. That's um, going to be announced near launch. Yeah. Um, okay, but uh, away from Assassin's Creed now, um, but still uh, keeping it uh, keeping it on the um, AAA front. Um, Say goodbye to Mag and Socom servers uh, for PS3 in 2014. Uh, by that, um, Sony revealed this week on Twitter that as of January 28th next year, uh, servers for Socom Confrontation, Mag and Socom 4 will be going offline permanently. Um, I am not a big online gamer, and as such, I have never really played any of these games, which I believe are pretty much online-centric, uh, online or at least Mag is. So 
there's not really much I can say about this. However, I can imagine the people who really dig this stuff will be disappointed, though. Um, especially when a cult game like Demon's Souls is still online, and yet you've got like a tentpole franchise like SOCOM, which is going off. So that must be kind of a, a blow for fans. Um, any SOCOM mag fans here at all? You know, I'm not a fan of SOCOM or MAG, but I feel uh-huh. sorry for all the trophy hunters out there who do not have those plats finally, or legitimately got in those platinums. Because that's one of <laughs> yes, the big problems yes. with online games, is uh, all the once the servers go down, you're basically locked out of all these trophies that become useless, and it just sometimes promotes people to hack them which I think is going to be a big concern, and I don't know if I'm stealing your thunder with this, but that whole uh, story about Sony's letting people trade in their gold trophies for swag or something that I read. You just stole my thunder. Okay, well... Actually, I'm just joking. Stop looking into the future. Well, I'm looking into the future, but I mean, there's all these hackers, and I, I wonder how Sony is going to prevent them from someone just hacking 100 games and then using their trophies to get cool stuff while legitimate players have to go cry in a corner that they didn't hack them. Well, I want to say this, Dane. It seems that someone is already exploiting the system already. It seems that one person is, has hacked himself so many trophies that he's just bidding on everything. There you go. I'm not surprised, so... Of course, it's American only, so I'm not paying too much attention. <laughs> uh, Paul, do you uh, have anything to say on this, mate, before we move on? Not really. I mean, I think you've said everything about, you know, the whole trophy thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know the person who did it um, put up a video of him hacking, I think it was Call of Duty World at War on YouTube. Oh, right. So it's, so it's clearly a hacker. I mean, you know, there's no, there's no way you could say he's not a hacker. So I imagine yeah. Sony... I imagine Sony will deal with it, but you can clearly tell Sony never thought about that. They never thought about hackers when doing the whole auction. Well, let's move on again. Um, we're once again with Mark uh, Kearney. Uh, this time he's talking... Oh, Cerny, I think. Oh, is it? I do apologise. I don't know. I'm not no, sure, Pete. It, it's Cerny. It is Cerny. Future yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It is Cerny, yeah. Sorry, I blame that my poor pronunciation on the heat. Um, <laughs> okay, in an interview with IGN, and this is written by our own um, Ernest Ling, US editor, um, PlayStation Poly architect Mark Cerny uh-huh, expressed his opinion on what the PlayStation identity is today. Uh, quote, I really believe that the variety of experiences is key with PlayStation. This is what brings people to Sony to the Sony consoles. Uh, how do you feel about that, guys? I mean, I, we're talking about identity. I mean, obviously, in terms of big-name brands, uh, the PlayStation certainly has enough of them. And it's um, one of those, I mean, some of them you just have to say, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know that PlayStation brand. I've had that conversation many times with people, and it's just a case of naming it, and they're all over it. So uh, do you agree with what you said there? Yeah, I, I pretty much. There's loads of games where you say, the name of the game, and people go, oh, yes, PlayStation. Uh, um, Uncharted is a good example. As soon as you say Uncharted, if it's a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, that's enormous. And... Brand is really good because it gets it out there. Um, but at the same time, you don't want the brand to be stale. No. I know Uncharted's fresh right now, still-ish. But, mm, yeah, that's debatable. I'm sure, yeah, but, yeah. fresh is, you know, but yeah, you don't want it to be the same brand next generation. No, we don't want it to go off like, going in yeah. like, kind of a few milk that's kind of like almost approaching itself by date. <laughs> it's like the I agree. you can still drink it. Um, or can you? Um, but yeah, um, in terms of variety, there's definitely, um, you cannot fault Sony for that. There is plenty of variety in terms of um, games on that console. And of course, in, we're talking about exclusives there. I mean, everything from, as you said, Uncharted, and we've got Wipeout, there's God of War, there's Gran Turismo. Yeah. They've got tons of different they got great. In fact, this this generation, they've introduced some really great franchises. Probably some of the best, actually, and certainly some of my favourites. I think we need more RPGs next generation now from Sony. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Dane, Paul, you got anything to add about that? Do you think Sony still? Do you think Sony boasts that kind of like diverse lineup as, it, as it's always done? Do you think people associate that kind of stuff with um, PlayStation? I think it does, but I don't think they do with RPGs anymore. Uh, like on the mm. PlayStation 2, there's just RPGs aplenty. You just turn around, you get slapped in the face with a new one every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But since Final Fantasy kind of went multi-platform, 
and went uh, tits up. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Well, I liked I liked Final Fantasy thirteen surprisingly. Uh, oh I never, my I never god! Even, I never even beat Final <laughs> Fantasy seven. I never played through to the oh. end of Final Fantasy seven. But I oh, played you are joking! Final Fantasy thirteen. No, I'm not. I got to the very end. I got to the crater, and I went down in the crater, and then I just said, "Nope." I just stopped. Oh, okay, just... okay, okay, guys. I'm um, sorry to say, but uh, Dave will no longer feature on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, not until I get to his place, time down, and make him finish the game. Oh, good. Well, that's actually no. Seriously, I mean, um, Bertine has got a lot of stick, and it's actually nice to hear someone who actually likes it. I think. Um, oh God, uh, they're going to crucify me for naming the wrong person, but I think uh, Tim. Noons likes Final Fantasy Thirteen. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of fans on the US side who enjoy that game. I, I think I'd be more staked, to be honest. I liked Thirteen Point Two. I've never played that actually. I don't really. I can't yeah, really. The, yeah, see, that. I bought. I even bought the collector's edition of Thirteen Point Two. I like it. I'll one up you on that, Ben. Uh, right next to me is my uh, custom Final Fantasy Thirteen Two PS3. Lightning oh, that is awesome. In the back of a net. That is awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, now I bought the crystal edition. Which of... is surprising because I thought it was Japanese only, but I got it in Korea. Ah, There's cool. a ton of them in Korea. Yeah, we, it, we came out here as well, I think, for a bit. It was really rare. I bought the crystal edition 13.2, which came with the six, uh, six CD soundtrack and a t-shirt and art cards and all that lot. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, from one uh, big name uh, brand to another, um, or potential one, should I say? Uh, here we go. Modern Warfare Four is apparently in development. Sledgehammer Games. Um, I know that people are probably sick and tired of hearing about Call of Duty now, but let's face it, it's a money maker or money spinner, should I say? And um, does it have a dog in it? Uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows actually what it's about at all at the moment. All we know is that. Um, Sledgehammer are apparently working on it from uh, some quotes on a uh, member of the developers uh, on, uh, I think it's LinkedIn, is that the right site I've got? Link- yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. And they say he's working on the next installment in the Modern Warfare franchise, which would be the fourth game, whether or not it would be called Modern Warfare 4 is another thing. But um, I don't expect Modern Warfare to disappear, to be honest. Um, although I, I, I guess there's a lot of fours there, though, because we'll have Call of Duty yeah. 4... Modern Warfare 4 on the PS4 <laughs> out on the 4th. I don't know. Yeah, there is. Yeah, to be honest, I just wonder if they're ever going to call a new Call of Duty game Call of Duty 5 because the last one was Call of Duty 4, which was in 2007, which was Modern Warfare 1. Are you still with us, guys? Getting confused? <laughs> um, no one's with so, you. Yeah. So, um, so um, I, I do wonder about that because all the others have kind of just been the Call of Duty offshoot, you know, like Black Ops or Modern Warfare or whatever. Call of Duty dogs. I mean, ghosts. Ghosts, yeah. Yes. That does look kind of cool. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to even speculate about that. I did like Call of Duty for what it is. I don't play online at all. But I like the characters in the Modern Warfare brand because there's, there's two of my favourite actors in that series. Um, Billy Murray, who plays um, Captain Price, and Craig Fairbrass, who plays um, Ghost. Um, or, um, the, oh, I can't Gaz. remember. Gaz, that's it, yeah, Gaz from the original one. They're, they're uh, proper, they're quality British actors, they are. So yeah, I, I remember playing in Modern Warfare 2 and thinking that ghost was Gaz. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same. Because yeah. they sound the same. Yeah, yeah, same actor, yeah. Um, he's also, he was also Warcraft in Modern Warfare 3. Um, but yeah, um, uh, is this something you'd be interested in, guys, Modern Warfare 4? Just keep it, keep it sweet and short. Only if, only if it has Zork too. Fair enough. Black Ops, the hidden. Not hidden. interested at all whatsoever. Cool. cool, fair enough. Paul, how about you? To, to me, Ghost seems a lot like Modern Warfare 4, you know, because like Modern Warfare had America on the back foot, Russia invaded, and it seems like the same thing with Ghost, America on the back foot. It's like, yeah, do something else. Well, it's like, Isn't it a prequel to Modern Warfare? No, it's not related. It's no, I thought because it was Ghost in it. Yeah. No, no, Ghost, ghost is just the um, it's a um, Ghost. It's is, the um, group. It's the unit. Yeah. Ah, fair the enough. Called Ghosts. Yeah. Uh, that's how much attention I paid. Uh, <laughs> I actually, no. To be fair to you, Ben, you can't. No one can blame you for thinking that because it was rumored that there would be a Modern Warfare prequel starring Ghost. So there we go. Yeah, I but, remember uh, that. Yeah. All yeah. I remember about the trailer is it has a dog and the fish, in interactive world. fish. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a comic. Yeah. Ghost, yeah. Um, real name Simon Riley, just so you know. Um, 
Okay, they moving, named the moving. dog Riley. <laughs> the dog, that's why they named the dog Riley. Riley. She's yeah. going to die, let's be honest, that dog is going to die. Yeah, yeah gonna it's going to be some sort of emotional scene there. as well. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, the dog will jump in front of a bullet, I bet. Yeah, same. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, well, let's move on from that, guys, because I think Call of Duty has been talked about quite enough at the moment. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, this is another one of those moments, those classic mob, uh, podcast moments, guys, where we're moving on, we're not really quite sure where we're going. The train is just like being laid out in front of us. <laughs> uh, Strider has been announced by Capcom, guys. Now, do we all remember Strider at all? I've never even played Strider. No, I haven't uh, played it. I've heard I don't of remember it, it really. It. I think I've heard of it, yeah. I played it um, back in the day. My mate Mark used to bring it around my house and we used to play it. This was in um, primary school time. So that's a very old franchise. If it's the Strider I'm thinking of, um, which it is, it's a remake, apparently, for PS3 and PS4, uh, coming out early next year. Uh, the total character Strider Haru is tasked with assassinating Grandmaster uh, Mio, if I pronounced that right, which I most probably didn't. Uh, the Supreme Dictator of Earth, who has plunged humanity in the, into a dark age. Just put, t- trying to put my badass, badass voice on there on the whole press release. Um, reports are coming in from the Panama gameplay will be quite... Uh, me- oh, God. This game just <laughs> so cool. I'm a Strider fan, as you can tell, guys. I really, really am looking forward to this. Um, it's a little kind of worry is that um, Double Helix Games is developing it, who did Silent Hill Homecoming. Uh, it, that wasn't too bad. It wasn't really that loved, but personally, I didn't have a problem with it, so I'm hoping it's in the right hands for this. Um, but well, that's, uh, that remains to be seen, to be honest. Uh, but they did, um, I remember Capcom has had a, a trend for kind of like rebooting old franchises with... Um, Oh god, what was it? Uh, Bionic Commando a few years ago. Yeah. They did the remake and they did a full-on game by a. Uh, yeah. um, oh jeez, Grin. Grin. That's it. Yeah, but, um, Grin and. Why fam? Yeah, that didn't turn out too well. Am I? Um, I am right? Yeah, yeah um, his um, you know, his dead wife's in his Bionic arm. Apparently, it's something I never played. Oh, the Why Farm. Oh right, I wonder what the hell you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, Why Farm. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Oh, that's just crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. I have faith in Double Helix games. I actually think they were onto something pretty cool with Homecoming, so if they manage to tackle this franchise, um, that'd be cool. Um, there isn't a great deal known about it at the moment. Um, from the sounds of it, you guys haven't actually played Strider at all, so I'm guessing you don't have much to add to this, am I right? Oh, well, I, I've seen gameplay and, and such from videos, but Strider came out too early for me before I got my Genesis, so I wasn't able to play it. But I hope they bring back, like, the super techno-futuristic Soviet Union, because, you know, Zangief is too alone by himself representing the Soviets. Well, he needs some well, love. Well, and it's the Mega Drive. Yeah, And it's the Mega Drive. <laughs> well, one thing that does sound cool, guys, is that it's, um, sorry, I kind of cut off there with my enthusiasm, but uh, the gameplay will be quite Metroidvania in nature. Actually, that's the first time I've heard that word, which is why I skipped it, because I didn't know what the hell I was reading out. <laughs> um, with two, uh, full two-dimensional world of um, Kaza City exploring the multiple directions, yeah. Strider will require new powers along the way, such as ability to set enemies on fire, always a plus, with his sword and deflect bullets. Um, Metroidvania, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, really. So that can only be an, an awesome thing. And if they pull this up, I think it's—I uh, think this would be really, really good. So fingers crossed on that. Um, that's just brought back some really, really happy memories for me. Like I said, back in primary school, I used to play that a lot. Um, so yeah, don't mess it up, Double Helix, please. Um, back to the Last of Us, guys. Um, not only is it doing well in the UK, but it's also topped the um, NPD sales um, in the US for um, June. Um, it's uh, actually the second, I believe it's the second highest uh, first-party um, PlayStation 3 game in terms of work uh, first-week sales behind God of War 3, which was released in 2010. Um, so really, uh, not much to add there. The Last of Us is still doing well on both, si- on both sides of the pond. Um, it's not really that surprising. Uh the um, uh, Nintendo is pretty much dominating hardware at the moment. Um, 3DS topped the charts, but NPD, uh, maybe if you didn't know, they actually uh, tally um, handhelds and home consoles separately. So technically by that, uh, the 360 is on top. Uh, once again, we don't know how many units PS3 has sold or Vita. Sony's not saying. 
But I'd like to think that The Last of Us has boosted sales of PS3. Uh, hopefully that's not too much to ask. What do you guys think? Apparently, as in the UK, but I'm not sure about the US, apparently in the mm. UK it went ahead of the 360, but I don't know. If, if it couldn't beat the 360, then it probably didn't do that much. I'm yeah, guessing, I... I'm guessing people are just waiting for price drops now. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it is getting to the... Um end of a generation as well. I think. Yeah, people are either waiting for a price drop or waiting for the next console. Yeah, it's, it's getting very... Oh dear, God, I'm tired, sorry. <laughs> it's, heat. It's, it's getting a bit stale now, I think things are. So as you said, price drop or just waiting for next gen. But um, one game that is um, looking particularly imp in, uh, impressive is Watch Dogs. Um, are you guys interested in that at all? I am. Um, interested I in that. I think yeah. I'm going to go for the PS4 or... I'm not yeah. sure when. Well, I am going somewhere with, it, with this. It's because uh, Ubisoft is predicting that it will sell uh, 6.2 million copies worldwide following its November launch. That's quite ambitious, I think, for any game to sell that much. But um, they are... Um, Eves Gilmot uh, is comparing um, post-E3 Hut for the game to that of the original Assassin's Creed, which did create quite a stir, uh, of course, back in 2007. And for those of you who you don't know, um, that actually did sell a lot of uh, copies. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 1 did. But it was so, a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair with yeah. Watch Dogs, though, it is hitting every platform under the sun. You've got the PS3, yes. your PS4, your Xbox 360, your Xbox One, the Wii U, PC, if yeah. that's still going on, well, yeah. and PC. Yes. Yeah, have, having said that, you can still release on a lot of platforms and not hit expectations, just the yep. Tomb Raider, which apparently yeah. did very, very badly, <laughs> even though it sold 3.5 million copies. But there was a lot of hate for Tomb Raider before it came out. There was, uh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't rational. It was just because oh, it's a it's a quick time event. The game, or it's Nathan Drake. No, no. there was valid criticism, I think, because yeah. as a fan of the original games, to me, that doesn't like Tomb Raider. I've not played it. Yeah. To me, to me, Tomb Raider is all about the exploration, yeah. the puzzles. There's not... actually quite a lot of exploration in the game, Paul. It's it's gets very open. The problem, the problem I have with it is that I bet you it's a very easy game. Like, the originals are quite hard. Um, I, can I just weigh in there? Sorry, I'm I'm, um, I'm a massive Tomb Raider fan. I've been a fan of Tomb Raider since day one, and I can see what you're saying, Paul, totally. Um, um, I actually thought I would dislike Tomb Raider. I wasn't very excited for it before, but I have to say I did quite enjoy it. it is, there isn't as much exploration as the older games. It's certainly not as uh, difficult, but the locations are... They're vast and evocative, so there's plenty of room to go off and explore, and there are these tombs you can go, which are like side missions, if you like. And it is, that, that's really cool, um, more of a brain teaser. And um, the combat... Yeah, okay, well, um, yeah, I reviewed the game, and I really liked it. But, okay, the combat is very, very uncharted. Like, it doesn't really do anything new, but it works really, really well. I guess it really just depends how you like your Tomb Raider. I mean, as I said, I love the original games. My favourite is still the original trilogy. Yeah. But I um, still like... Yeah, I still enjoyed. To, I still enjoyed it for what it was, kind of like Resident Evil. You know, I like the original games, but I like four for what it was, even though it's different. If that makes any sense at all. Hopefully, yeah. um, hopefully, I'm making sense there. So yeah, um, I, I would, I would ask, I would say, try and give it a rent at least. I'm just gonna jump in here and say, it's also on sale. Or at least it was earlier on today on the PlayStation Store. I imagine so. Yeah, I, I imagine it's gone on PS Plus because every other. Recent I think it was on Plus recently. I can't remember. Yeah. UK Plus or US Plus? Um, UK. UK. Oh. I know that we get Need for Speed next month, and I can't wait for that. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've got a car, the Vita. Very good. But um, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Tomb Raider, Paul, because I've downloaded a couple of them for the Vita as well. I'm looking forward to playing them. Uh, I yeah. think uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Um, uh, Tomb Raider 2 was the most combat-oriented, I think, but Tomb Raider yeah. 1 and 3 were particular. I think they were pretty tough. I think two, those are two very tough games. Um, yeah, I, I, play, I played um, the original early shit for the first time in years, and it was, I did struggle on some of the parts, thinking. Yeah, really, and do you still yeah. like it? I mean, do you think it still Yeah, holds I, up? I loved it, man. I mean, I enjoyed Good. it, yeah. I mean, Good the controls, man. I mean, a lot of people tell you, say, oh, the controls are clunky, blah, blah, blah. They're not. No, they're man, very, they're very... But... They're very yeah. structured in what they, they are. do they're, like. Yeah, they are very, very good. Um, I find the climbing in the combat works really, yeah. really well, actually. So, yeah. I, I, actually, I'd love to talk about that all day, but sadly, we have to carry on. Yeah. Uh, and actually, Maybe that's... Time. Yeah, def oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, that's actually the end of news, guys. Um, so, thanks very much for that. Um, uh, 
We're going to move on to a top specific topic now, which we do, uh, to try to do every week where we discuss a specific item. Um, this is uh, in relation to Gamescom, which we know is roughly about a month away. But uh, for those of you who missed it, this week Sony has teased that it has some really cool things in store for PS4 and PS Vita for Gamescom. Uh, now, we can speculate exactly what we're going to be talking about here, but... Um, Guys, I'll just visit you, each and one of you briefly. What would you like to see from PS4 and PS Vita in terms of games or applications or anything, really? What would you like to see then? So we'll start with you. Um, well, to be honest, with everything that's been announced so far, I'm actually happy with what they've announced. I don't want them to blow their... In better terms of right now, I can't think of anything. I don't want to blow their load too early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to go... Whoosh, these are all our games. Enjoy our games. Oh, there's uh, loads of games that then go, okay, you've got to wait an hour now till we release any more games because we haven't finished them yet. I'd rather them, you know, we've got a load of games at launch. I'd say, if if they announce anything, hopefully it won't be, I know people say, oh, but there's not enough games at launch. We need more. Oh, I want them God. to announce them. Sorry, this water I'm just drinking is absolutely awful. Oh, okay. I was, I thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just sounded wrong with my whole blow your load part. Yeah, that's what we did, actually. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry about that, dude. Carry on. Um, anyway, I hope they launched... I hope they announced more games and more features, but I don't want them to pack the launch too tightly because I want them to spread it out through the year. I'd rather have one long, exciting year than one good five minutes. Dude, that turns me on so much, I can't tell you how much. <laughs> one long. <laughs> okay, thanks for what that. What can I say? Yeah. You, know how to, you know how to work with ladies, don't you, Ben? Ben's our resident um, uh, <laughs> Lafario, in case you didn't know. Um, next, I will ask me. That's the benefits of being the podcast boss. Michael, what do you think? Well, I... Would like to see definitely Uncharted 4. Whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know. But I'd really like to see at least get a hint of what Naughty Dog's working on. Um, but to be honest with you guys, I'm actually quite satisfied with PS4 right now. Apart from that, honestly, what I want to see is more Vita. Vita needs some more games. You can bitch and moan about this to the end of the day. Of course, it's caused a lot of contention among staff and uh, stuff when we're talking about this. But the Vita needs a lot more games for it. It's a great console. I know we can beat around the bush about this. But, you know, we, I want to see... Grand, Grand, uh, Gran Turismo, Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, maybe another Uncharted. We need to see those big AAA sequels. We're really doing. When I say AAA sequels, I'm not talking about uh, false promises like Call of Duty. Um, uh, can't even remember the bloody name of it now. Is it Declassified? The awful oh, Call of Duty. Yeah, I reviewed it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not talking. About, yeah, I'm not talking about games like that. I want to see some really some quality games. We've had a, we've had some of them already, like um, Assassin's Creed Liberation and. You know, Guacamelee was really good, you know, some great indie titles and um, Uncharted Golden Abyss, but it needs more of them, so... I, I really... wish we got Super Rubber Dub 2. <laughs> oh, yes, you... oh, yeah, that, that, that was quite a fun game, actually. Yeah, yeah but, um, you know, I love my I love my Vita, as I'm sure everyone who's got a Vita really likes it, but if I'm going to be honest, I play it mostly now for old retro games that I've been downloading, not for recent stuff. I love the recent stuff, I'm still plugging away on a couple, which I'll go into later, but... It just needs, Sony needs to sell this console for this Christmas because I have a feeling that after that it's really, really going to run into some problems if it hasn't already, but I'm not going to dwell on that. Um, um, in terms of PS4, like I said, Uncharted 4 would be nice, but I would like to see um, maybe some new IP, maybe just one new IP announced, that would be pretty cool. I mean, that's always a good thing, I think, going into next year, it's important to balance uh, existing franchises with new IP so we can see, oh, you know, that looks pretty cool, I might, you know, something to jump into, maybe to replace something that hasn't perhaps impressed me this gen, like Resident Evil, so, you know, maybe hop onto something else, but, but any case, that's me. Uh, Dane, Paul, uh, which one of you guys wants to go next? Who's ready? Uh, Paul, you can go next. Thanks. <laughs> go, go for it, Paul. I think for PS4, and like you said, I think new IP, it would be good. I think yeah. maybe Media Molecule, because obviously, you know, they, they announced Terraway last year for the Vita, and I think be interesting to see what they're doing for the PS4. Oh, yes, so as far really as I'm good. aware, they've moved on from Little Big Planet. Yeah, they're doing they something have. else now. Yeah. Although um, we have heard, sorry, I didn't mean to cut in that. Um, oh God, I can't remember. It's just, I think it's um, the studio who have worked on games for Sega. I wish I could remember the name. It's a, a UK studio. Uh, they're meant to be making Little Big Planet three, so that franchise isn't going away anytime um, soon. Sumo Digital. That's the one. That's the one. Sumo Digital. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, they yeah. made the DLC content for the Vita patch for the oh, PS3. Yeah. Alright, so, sorry, sorry, Paul, carry on, mate. Yeah, um, well, also, for, for the PS4, I'd like to know more about the OS, because we've seen the hardware now, I'd like to know more about the software side of things, you know, like how the store's going to be, and, you know, things like, how will you be able to do- be able to play games while you download in, and also, I'd like to know about the share functionality, because, you know, they touched on it in February, you know, about being able to talk to Facebook, but I'd like to know more about, sort of, can you upload to YouTube? Can you live stream on Twitch or live stream on YouTube as well? And yeah. I'd like to see them demonstrate it, you know, being able to show more what you can do with that. I agree. I agree, definitely. I um, don't think we'll get Twitch support with Microsoft getting watch yeah. exclusive rights. But YouTube support, I think, will be possible. Yeah. yeah. And Dane, what about you, mate? Uh, do you want re- something realistic or do you want some you want, mate, Max monster-induced... I tried to be realistic for once this time, Dane. I was yeah. going to announce Fantasy Five again, but for everyone's, everyone's too excited yeah, okay, well, for that. Okay, not to be not to be a dick, but we are are kind of pressed for time, and okay. we want to make sure it's good for our poor editor Richard. So, some just something realistic, quickly. Something realistic. Yeah. I would love to see uh, Persona Five finally announced. That is That's what I would love yes, to see. That would be a bombshell. Uh, that would be something somewhat realistic, because that is a game that I would spend $140 on for a collector's edition with some <laughs> flag or something. Yeah. So, flag. <laughs> yes, give oh. me some giant wall poster, and I'll spend $140 on Persona 5. Have a flag based on the school you play and the character that goes to. What's there you go. Was- Sign me up. Wasn't there one for um, Persona 4, quite a fancy collector's edition? I'm sure. Yeah, we got one in Europe that was fancy, and we also got the album for pre-ordering the, the Arena. Yeah that's, yeah, that's the one with video. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, well, guys, that's Gamescom. That's going to be kicking off next month. I think uh, Sony's um, Shindig, as we call it, is on the 20th of August, so we'll have to see what comes up. But I think um, it's fair to say that PS4 um, and PSV are going to be the highlight of the show. I think PS3 is... Um, a lot of their big guns have already been shown. It'd be cool to see Until Dawn again, maybe a couple of other things, but um, I'm sure we get a GT6 update as well. But yeah, uh, especially Vita. I, I really, really hope they do that. But um, Okay, guys, um, let's move on to the next segment now. Um, what we've been playing. Um, ben, do you want to go first, mate? What, what Same as what I was playing last time, really, Fantasy 14. You're still in the beta, yeah? Well, no, the beta's finally finished, sadly. Oh, right. Um, but... The- the actual game will be out now August 27th, so it's just a wait now. And it's too long. Too long! Too that, long! That's coming out on PS4 at some point as well, am I right? Yeah, summer 2014, I've heard. Okay, cool. Again, okay. this is from what I'm hearing, so it, it, Square could change it any time. Okay, so Final Fantasy has been eating up pretty much all your time. You haven't had, uh, you haven't, um, dipped into Nino Kuni at all lately? No, not lately, Sophie. I, I knew it was a beta, but I just couldn't stop playing. Mm. I pretty much every, maxed out everything in the beta. I did every dungeon and every raid that was in the beta. And I did every story mission. And I got my crafting up. Nice one, man. That, cool. uh, and now it's all been erased. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, um, that's um, obviously been taking up all your time now. So we move on to um, Paul. What have you been playing, mate, if anything? I mean, you never know. We've all got busy lives. Jungle Mobile. I've reviewed it, I've been playing that a bit, and I've also played uh, some of the old Tomb Raiders. I sort of dabbled in them. I've been playing Tomb Raider 3 earlier. Oh, fantastic. Of, oh. Yeah. Where'd you get yeah, to? Where... Um, well, I was trying to do um, a speed run of the first level, and I couldn't do this one particular jump. I kept dying, so oh, well, I <laughs> kept dying in the quicksand. Yeah. I haven't even attempted that yet, to be honest. Um uh, actually, okay, because I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, but I've got to ask, being a total a Tomb Raider um, aficionado, um, what's, um, what would you say is your favourite um, stage from Tomb Raider 3, in terms of, like, because you've got, like, you've got India first, and then I think you've got Nevada, you've got London, you've got, um, I think you've got Antarctica or something like that, and there's another one, I can't, uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Coastal Village, what, which, one, which one was your favourite? Uh, probably Nevada, I think Nevada was probably a really fun one to do, you know, even though um, you get your weapons stolen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, made a challenge. That's very true. Although, to be honest, you can really... Oh, the first time I played that game, I really screwed myself over because I picked Nevada last and I got all my stuff taken away. And it's just like, oh, you bastard. 
yeah, you do it first. That's when you yeah, do it first. Yeah, exactly. You have to do it first. And even it's a shame because even in India, you can get access to some... If you do all the secrets, you can get access to some pretty cool stuff like the Harpoon Gun and Grenade Launcher. Oh, see, as you yeah. can see, I could talk yeah. forever about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything um, anything um, other than the old Tomb Raiders in Tokyo Jungle? Not particularly, no. Um, I've sort of... There's only focus on a mountain. Try and do some of that log. Maybe look at look at see what I've got on PS Plus. I've been eyeing up Demon Souls, but I think my heart might not be able to take that game. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Ridiculous, I heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, cool. Cheers for that, man. I'm um, really stick at those Tomb Raider games. I, I don't know anyone who plays them apart from me, so it's good to hear that. Uh, Dane, uh, my man, Dane, what have you been playing? Uh, well, you know what I've been playing. I was telling yes, you about the it. Audience, the audience doesn't know. <laughs> yes, the audience doesn't know. Um, well, truthfully, I've been playing like a ton of different games for the trophy tournament that we're running on the site. Yeah. But the most I've been playing is Dynasty Warriors 8, which I'll be reviewing. And that has consumed my entire soul the past two days. I've wow, played maybe... Twenty twenty hours of it in the past two days. So, crap. <laughs> I I am a huge Koei fan. I mean, to work for Koei is a dream of mine, and awesome. all their games I just buy. So I am a huge Dynasty Warriors fan. And do yeah. they do collector's editions for that particular franchise? No collector's editions. Oh, what, no. Even even in Japan, there's no collector's edition. <laughs> no, there is a collector's so. edition of Dynasty Warriors Eight. Really? Where? Yeah, it, it, I don't know where it's sold. I know it's I know it's in Japan. It's probably one of them. It, it can't be in Japan. Um, there was a uh, light edition where you got like a statue thing. It was like a glass light statue thing. I don't know where where it was sold exactly, but because um, Chin Soon Sun, who's the UK. Um, community manager, and he's an awesome bloke, and I can't say any be- any any bad words about him. Actually, is that the guy who likes showing off his abs a lot? Yeah, he's damn oh, sexy man. I'm gonna okay. Well, tell him from me. Once I finish cutting, I'm gonna have an ab off with him. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, um, he tried to bring him over to the UK, but he could, he wasn't allowed to. So I'm not sure if they're actually sold as a collector's edition in Japan, or if they were just made specially for certain events. But and there actually, is a. I've never seen any here at all. So weird. either they're completely sold out, or they're just not at the stores that yeah. I go to. But yeah, it was like it. a weird sort of glass light. It's hard to describe. It's like a panel of glass with the 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 main groups on it, main, main kingdoms. Cool, man. cool. Thanks for that tidbit, Ben. Um, anything yeah. else, staying at all apart from that? What have I been playing? No, just just. The, that mostly and Journey. I finally played Journey for the first time. Cool. And, cool. and I was severely disappointed. I stopped cool. in 20 minutes. Holy which crap. I'm probably I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from uh, the audience and a lot of angry hate mail is going to flood okay, my well, box. Soon, okay, look, but... I just have to step in here because um, I would love to hear a detailed account because we're a bit pushed for time. Can you just try and concisely say what your problem was with the game? Is, is it even a game? Like, I started it, and I'm just yeah. jumping and walking around, and I'm doing nothing. Like, to me, it just seems like it got praised because it looks graphically awesome, which it is, mm-hmm. but I, I don't do anything. So basically, so, it's bare bones in terms of everything but graphics, yeah? Yeah, essentially, it's bare bones except okay. for graphics. It looks like well, a movie. Actually, actually, um, okay, actually, I can step in there with some cool guys. Um, do you agree or disagree with Dane? Um, email us, email us at uh, podcast at psu.com. Uh, we, we really want to hear your thoughts on that. Um, and we've hopefully we'll be able to continue with that another time. Sorry about that, Dane. <laughs> we were trying no to cut things in. Um, I'm going to make this some um, quick because like the Led, uh, Led Zeppelin songs, I tend to ram on when I talk about the games. I have been playing um, Assassin's Creed 3. Um, I love that game. That's got a lot of hate. It's got yes, it's got bugs and all that. And Connor isn't as cool as Ezio, but I really, really j- did enjoy the game. I thought the setting was great. The story was awesome. Apart from Desmond's part, I thought that was a massive letdown at the end. No spoilers. Uh, the quests were fantastic. Um, in terms of the content, I think it rhymed. Nothing else comes close apart from Brotherhood. And even then, if I play through it again, I reckon I would say Assassin's Creed Three would probably beat Brotherhood. Uh, mm, the only thing that sucks about the game is the frontier missions. I think because they were a bit, they were a bit lame to be honest. Because you basically what you do is you hear campfire stories about um, mythical creatures and stuff and ghosts and that, and you go and investigate, and they all turn out to uh, 
Well, I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say um, it's not what you think, and I think it's a bit of a letdown. I could have really pushed for that. Uh, but everything else just works great. Uh, the combat is visceral, it's brutal, it's, um, it's incredibly satisfying. Uh, I really, really did enjoy that. I think it is a bit too easy, but anyone who's played Assassin's Creed knows it's not really about the, the finesse of the combat in terms of, well, or should I say the strategy behind the combat. It's about the free running and everything else, and they nailed it with that. And the naval visions, they were fantastic. Enough said. I cannot wait for Black Flag. Uh, apart from that, I've been trying to get through some of my Vita content, like Assassin's Creed Liberation for the Vita. Um, I've been also dabbling in GTA Vice, uh, sorry, uh, Liberty City Stories. Uh, but apart from that, um, I'm done with Assassin's Creed 3, so I'll be focusing on the Vita for now. And um, we also have a Killzone Mercenary preview. I've got that game, a preview code, and I will be previewing that for next week. So keep an eye on out for that, guys. It should be pretty cool. So that's what we've been playing, guys. Uh, we've just got enough time to uh, talk about what games we've been reviewing recently. Uh, there has been a couple of them since the last time you heard this. Um, but actually, before I go on to that, I have just got an instant re- <laughs> I'm going to review Dane last Here week. comes a new challenger! Here comes a new challenger! Uh, Dane has just reminded me, actually, I can read out what he said, if you want me to. Mike, remember the small announcement about the summer buzz and Skip and Max I wanted to make at the end. Well, actually, Dane, I will give this piece for you now, so if you would just like to talk about that now, I will carry on oh. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Did you actually remember, or was this actually needed? I completely and utterly forgot. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, thank you. So I'll be as quick as possible then. Uh, two, two announcements. Uh, the first one, small, is uh, if you haven't seen it already, the uh, marathon trophy tournament that I'm running for the site is taking a lot of time. And because of it, and I want to keep the quality high for Skip and Max, Skip and Max will now be going bi-weekly and rotating with the marathon tournament. So this week, or this weekend, you'll get the round one of the marathon tournament with the trailer video that took forever for me to make, so I hope you enjoy it. Next week we'll be skipping Max, and then they rotate in and out. Uh, The big announcement is for the La Sombra Files, and first off, I want to thank every fan and every viewer of that series for the past... 60 weeks, uh, a year and a half. Yeah, I've been doing it for 60 straight weeks, this series. And sadly, episode 60 uh, will be the last episode for the time being because, dun da da big announcement, I will be making a novel for the series. Oh, this wow. summer, I'm going to make La Sombra Files the novel. So for all the fans of the show... Surprise, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you buy the book when I finish writing it in a couple months. And uh, once the book is done, then the series will resume and pick up where the book leaves off come the fall with the storyline that I'm creating. You heard it here first. Uh, PlayStation Unchained exclusive there. Can I pre-order it now? (laughs) Give me my money. I'll sign. I'll make sure I sign one for you. Ah, oh, sweet man. Be awesome. uh, is that what you wanted to talk about, Dane? Anything else? Um, and also, I'd like to thank all the fans that I have for skipping Max, and also oh, yeah. for all the detractors that I have, because I get a lot of hate for that series as well. I get a lot of yeah, love, I but get I get that. a lot of hate. But for all the people who don't like the series, uh, I'm very open-minded. I love feedback, so. Please, please, please send me an email, send a message, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and just debate me on that stuff. Because a lot of people don't realize it's satire. Uh, What I write, it's not supposed to be taken 100% seriously. And so if you don't like something, then send an an email to me, uh, and I'll reply. I reply to every single email that's sent to me about the series. And yes, yeah, so just on that subject, guys, about um, even if you have something negative to say, just don't be a knob about it. You know, be constructive. <laughs> if yes, you want exactly. Me to be yeah. Well, thanks for that, Dane. Um, I'm a mass- I've actually, um, I read each one, obviously, because I've um, been um, editing the stuff and, you know, I've been following the series and it's, it's great reading. Skipper Max has always been a, I always look forward to it when it used to be every Thursday, you know, a good laugh at the end of the day. <laughs> 
So that, that is quality, man. Especially an abs of steel, uh, Max. Is it Max or Skip, which is a buff one? <laughs> the Max is the it's buff Max. one. Yeah, Max, yeah. So I can relate to him, you know, being obviously buff myself. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, oh, my. <laughs> okay, well, guys, we'll just quickly get into reviews. Um, actually, um, Dane reviewed um, this next game, uh, Time and Eternity. Um, he gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, he liked the uh, anime-inspired graphics. Um, he liked the hero and story, which um, goes against the grain, um, as it were, uh, and the innovative combat sim- uh, system. However, he did find the boring side quest for that lustrous soundtrack and the tedious and overgrinding combat to be somewhat of a negative, or rather a large negative. But 7, 7.5 out of 10, it's obviously a pretty decent game, right, Dane? Yeah, I mean, it's... It's one of those games where you're not going to play it like for like for hours on end, like The Last mm-hmm. of Us, uh, because it tries to be new, it tries to be innovative, it tries to be unique. It makes a lot of mistakes, especially with the combat. Uh, I mean, for those who haven't played it, basically it's one on one, and all the enemies have patterns, attack patterns, and it just gets a bit boring because once you know the patterns, it's pretty easy. But they have so much health, and your attack is so weak that, like a five-second battle turns into like a one-minute battle, which gets a bit grinding. But I mean, it's good. It's not a game for like a thirty-year-old man. It's like a game for like a fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. So it tries to be new. It tries to be different, and so the score reflects uh, that. Cool, man. Cheers. Well, um, it's funny um, we mentioned 7.5 because that's exactly what our next game got. That's by our very own Paul Kelly. He reviewed, um, as he just mentioned, uh, Tokyo Jungle Mobile. And um, he said in the summary, uh, Tokyo Jungle Mobile is an excellent attempt to capture the essence of what made the PS3 game different from everything else out there. He liked uh, the streamlined unlock system, the unique gameplay, which adapts perfectly to mobile and dinosaurs. Uh, he disliked the game-breaking bug, which is never a good thing to have. Uh, having to press X to do everything, and the lack of online features. Uh, Paul, do you just want to chip in there about the game? Give it a little. Yeah, story. I mean, it's obviously got features cut from the PS3 game. You know, it is a mobile yeah. game, so it's designed obviously not even just for Vita. The Vita could probably do the full game itself. It's designed yeah. for mobile phones, so they've obviously. Streamlined it, it's grid-based, so you yeah. don't free-move, like you move on a grid, and um, also the gameplay is much faster, like the years move on faster, you, you yeah. sort of, the map's a lot smaller, but at the same time, because it's smaller, the because Tokyo Jungle itself was a repetitive game, but uh-huh. because the mobile version is faster-paced, it doesn't feel quite as tedious, because sometimes when I was playing the uh, PS3 game, I thought, I was thinking, like, I wish this thing would just hurry up, you know, because sometimes, you know, it's quite slow moving, and I felt like that. Because I reviewed the PS3 game as well, which I did link to, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I actually prefer mobile, which is something which I was surprised about. I actually thought it wouldn't be very good, but it is. It's the better game. So it surprised you in that respect? Yeah. Cool, well, that's pretty much it in terms of reviews for now. Um... Well, we are coming to, it's sad, but we are coming to the end of the podcast, guys. I know, I know. Hold back the tears. Um, but before we go, just a couple of things. Um, like I said, guys, you want to email us, and we would love you to email us with any comments you have, uh, be it positive or negative, at uh, podcast.psu.com. Guys, um, before we go, obviously, we want, uh, if, if you don't want to um, contact us directly through the podcast, you can actually contact any of our staff members, because they've all got Twitter, apart from me. <laughs> at least I think everyone has. Dane, do you have Twitter? I do have Twitter. Excellent. So we all have Twitter apart from me. I'm the one now. So well, if you, if you, like you have con- Twitter. You have Twitter. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, <laughs> You're just I never have, on it. I have Twitter, yes, but that's more of a joke than anything real, if I'm being honest. But yeah, I, I have it technically, but I don't use it. But anyway, let's get <laughs> on that. Um, if you want to contact Ben, you can do so. Ben, what's your Twitter, mate? Um, Chili underscore UK. And if you want to contact Dane, you can at... Uh, it is at Files. L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S. And lastly, but my no means least, if you wish to contact Paul Kelly, you can do so at... Paul underscore Kelly one. A nice easy one to remember that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and also actually another shout out, I think I like doing this, I just want to give a shout out to Alfonso, who is our number one uh, PlayStation Universe fan. Um, I actually received an email from him uh, uh, in between uh, the last podcast about a week ago or so. Uh, He had a few questions actually, he just wanted to know if we were basically um, 
transitioning from derail to unchanging? Obviously, the answer is yes, we are. Um, it's still very much unchained bonds. Uh, uh, sorry, derail, <laughs> apart from the name. <laughs> See, I can't even remember. See, that's how mixed up we are. Yeah, um, <laughs> we just figured that it was a time to... Um, start afresh and everything and like I said um, you know I, I'm not beating around the bush um, so um, he also wanted to know if emails would be read out on the podcast I think I just answered that um, but yeah so guys um, please email us podcast at psu.com we really really want to hear from you uh, we would love to um, a lot of guys a lot of guys used to email us and we, and we got that kind of frequently so we would love to have a regulars back again because it was always awesome to hear what you guys thought having said that I do believe we have reached the climax of our podcast can I do my own shower quickly Oh, of course, yeah. Just quickly. Um, I just want to say, remember you said on Twitter you'd listen in, Chris Owen. Remember, listen in. You better listen in. You better have listened in. You probably haven't listened this far in, but we'll we'll see anyway. He's probably been scared away by now. Um, Yeah, I probably scared him away. um, Any shout-outs, guys? Dane, Paul, anything at all? I just want to shout-out again to all the fans and all the viewers of, of the PlayStation Universe and all the fans who've followed me and my writing for the past year and a half. Uh, without your support, I wouldn't have been able to keep doing all of my writing for this long. Awesome, man. And we do appreciate what you've done because um, you're an awesome team member, man. Really, really enjoy your work. Lastly, um, Paul, do you have anyone to shout out to? Um, well, I'll just shout out to you guys, the team of PSU, for letting me join you. Joining such a great team. Okay. And oh, also no. the fans, the fans for you know supporting us, supporting me, and supporting everyone with... The, the stuff that we do, so oh, that, that's to keep it going. Yeah, I think Paul I've spoke for everyone there actually, that, and no problem, Paul. It's great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, we thank really you for hope, for joining us, Paul. Yeah, we hope like um, Ben, you'll become a regular from the um, UK side, and obviously Dane as well. We'd love to have you back again, man. I know it's difficult because of a time zone, but we really appreciate you coming on for this time. It's been really cool having you, mate. Oh, it's been fun. It's a few months in the in the process, but just put it on a weekend, and I'll do my best to get on here at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> last but not last but not least, I would like to thank me for uh, doing doing such a great job at hosting this for the second time. So I'll give myself a pat on the back. Not really. Uh, I'm still incredibly nerve wracking, and <laughs> it's it feels very very weird. But I hopefully I am doing a decent job for everyone listening and to you guys as well because. I have to admit, it is really cool doing this, and I enjoy it a lot. Um, with that said, guys, that has been episode two of PlayStation Unchained. Um, we hope to see you again next time. For, you, uh, for those of you who want to know, we will be recording again um, around August 2nd, but it might be delayed into that weekend because we are looking to get some guys from the US on, uh, on the podcast who probably won't be able to make it on the Friday night. Um, I hope to be there. If I'm not, I will see you again probably well, it's every two weeks, so I will see you again for four weeks. Ben, I understand you're not going to be on the podcast next. Yeah, I probably won't be on there. It all depends on the situation. Yeah, so guys, just make sure you give our US team some love for the podcast in two weeks' time. And um, with that said, guys, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you when we see you. Later, guys. See ya. Bye. See ya.